This call is being recorded. Hello and welcome to my show, Searching for Integrity. My name really is John Smith, and I'm searching for people with integrity. Why? Because our country suffers from IDD, Integrity Deficit Disorder. We have as our guest today, Eric Mittenthal, who is the president of the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. Eric, are you there? I'm here, yeah, thank you. Very good, glad to have you with us today. Thanks for having me. All right, first question out of the block. The, the uh, large, let's see, I didn't get the name, but the large meat provider was hacked yesterday. Um, have you noticed any effect or in the industry like it like it did to gasoline? Yeah, uh, it was it was JBS uh, was the company that was hacked, and uh, you know anytime there's a disruption in the supply chain, there's an impact. Um, you know I think they were able to get their facilities up and running today, uh, I believe, and so. Uh, hopefully a very short-term impact um, and uh, probably not something that folks will see uh, in, in a noticeable way on their store shelves. Well, that's good news. Uh, you know, there were parts of the country, uh, including the Carolinas and Tennessee, we were actually heading that direction. Uh, and then all of a sudden, there was no gas anywhere up and down the coast. So that's good news. I'm glad that there won't be the impact that uh, that I was uh, thinking about. Um, I have a, you know, a long time uh, value in sports, playing, coaching, and I uh, want to know where the slang comes from about uh, a hot dog, a slang hot dog. He's a hot dog. She's a hot dog. That's a good question. You know, that that's a term that uh, has, has come up as a way to describe somebody who uh, is showing off a little bit. Uh, mm -hmm. And I don't know the exact origin of that. I think I think it's one of those things that uh, you're 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 showing off and you're you're having a good time if you're eating a hot dog. And so it, it can only uh, make sense to apply it to a sports context where people love to enjoy hot dogs and uh, you know, you're, you're having a good time eating a hot dog. You're having a good time, uh, playing your sport. And, uh, that's, that's probably how it evolved. Well, it, um, uh, I, I can remember it going back a long time, even, you know, in, starting with, with playing peewee football <laughs> and, uh, it, uh, some of the coaches would, would yell at you, you know, stop, stop hot dogging. Um, now. The hot dog is part of America's culture. You want to elaborate on that some? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it's a food that we all enjoy throughout our livelihoods. Uh, it's beloved by kids. And it's something that we continue to carry our love for into adulthood and, and throughout our entire lives. And so, it's something that not only we've all grown up with, but our parents and grandparents and, and ancestors have all grown up with as well. And so hot dogs have been a, a real key part of American history for more than a century, uh, dating back into the late uh, mid to late 1800s. 
And they came over here, uh, as so many Americans did, um, with immigrants from Europe. And so uh, it just grew into uh, a food that connects families, um, you know, originally connected people back to their homeland, but today connects people together as Americans. Um, and has just been become a an integral part of of our food culture in particular. Well, I know part of the culture is uh, having people over and cooking out on the patio or the pool. And uh, back when I used to do that, uh, I made sure I had plenty of hot dogs because the one thing I didn't want to do is to cook up a lot of steaks. That's a lot of money. Yeah, people, you know, people love hot dogs for a variety of reasons. Yeah, they're they're they are great because they're affordable. Um, you know that uh, people will enjoy them. You know that you can cook up a bunch, and uh, odds are they'll all get eaten. It's a it's a relatively small size, so you don't have to worry about uh, there being too many leftovers. And if there are, you can always freeze them. Uh, and so it's a delicious, it's convenient, it's it's nutritious. Uh, it's it's just a, a really great all around food that that makes folks happy and. Uh, we actually just did a survey asking people uh, what what is what is necessary for a, a backyard cookout to be complete. And 73% of Americans said that no cookout is complete without hot dogs. And so uh, if you can find 73% of Americans to agree on anything, it's pretty tough. Uh, but they agree that hot dogs are an integral, integral part of uh, that backyard barbecue. Well, my wife is 100% going to have her hot dog off the grill. No matter, no matter what time it is, she wants it on the grill. Now, me, I, I have a, a hot dog for lunch every other day. And, uh, and I enjoy it very, very much. And, of course, I, the only thing I put on my hot dog is mustard. Now, in reading through here, I remembered uh, a, a, a not a pleasant experience, but it was a surprise experience with having a hot dog. And I believe it was in Chicago. And I couldn't, couldn't, I couldn't imagine who got the idea to put all that stuff on a hot dog. Um, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, the Chicago dog is really unique in the way that folks enjoy it. And so uh, your style is, is tried and true uh, with the, uh, from the grill uh, and uh, with mustard uh, is the way that, that most people prefer it. Uh, but the Chicago dog in Chicago in particular is incredibly popular. And, and what you get there are a lot of toppings. And so it includes mustard, uh, onions, uh, a very uh, neon green relish, uh, sport, pe sport peppers, uh, pickles, and tomatoes, all topped off with some celery salt. And uh, I say it's, it's dragged through the garden because you got all the vegetables on there. And it's a hot dog that uh, actually gained a lot of popularity during the Depression. Uh, where vendors had uh, all, all these ingredients and people were hungry and looking for something that would really fill them up. And so they piled all the ingredients on the hot dog. And so uh, it was called a depression dog back then. And uh, it's something that, uh, that people enjoyed and, and uh, became the official Chicago hot dog that uh, still, still is around today. I, it, it makes me want to say, Lordy, Lordy, where, where did that come from? You know, but now I know, which is uh, very important to know. Um, various types of mustards, I would assume, people argue over which ones are the best or the, or the least, the regular mustard or the hot mustard or the brown mustard. Anything, any information on that for your dog? 
Yeah, you know, we're, we're kind of mustard agnostic. Uh, the, the, all, all types of mustards work, and, and people have different preferences. Um, we've actually been talking to the National Mustard Museum, which is based in, um, in Wisconsin, and uh, they are really the go-to source for mustards, but we're, we're working on a partnership with them to promote hot dogs and sausages and, and mustards and uh, highlight some, some great flavor combinations between the two, because really depending on the type of sausage that you have, uh, different mustards will uh, work better for a flavor profile. And so uh, they're, they're a great resource if you want mustard is to check out the National Mustard Museum. They just redid their website and a uh, great partner for hot dogs. Well, I certainly hope that comes together. It would be uh, uh, fortunate for both both sides. Um, I looked at the numbers that came out on a chart, and it made me think of how does basketball or football uh, or, or, or tennis or anything rank towards baseball when it comes to hot dogs? Well, baseball and hot dogs really have an extra special connection. Uh, part of it is just the history. Um, you know, baseball is has been around and, and really kind of a key part of American culture since the late 1800s. And hot dogs were first enjoyed in the sports context at baseball games. Uh, the owner of St. Louis Browns back then uh, was also the owner of a hot dog shop. And so he brought hot dogs to the ballpark and the connection between hot dogs and baseball began. And, uh, and so it's something that has endured over time. Um, I think beyond just the history, the door nature of it uh, is, is a really crucial component. Um, you know, you're used to enjoying hot dogs in your backyard, uh, out of the baseball game, you're outside, you're uh, in the sun, enjoying a ball game, relaxing, and, and hot dogs are just a really natural fit towards that. Um, you know, hot dogs are also very widely enjoyed at other sporting events as well, um, basketball and football uh, in particular. And, uh, and so you'll, you'll definitely find them all over the place when you get to sporting events. But uh, that connection with baseball between the history and uh, the you know, outdoor nature of it is, is just extra special. The other element of it, too, is, is that um, there are 162 baseball games every season, uh, you know, 80, 81 home games per team. And so you just have many more opportunities to go enjoy a hot dog at the ballpark uh, when you come down to football in particular. Uh, you only get 16 games, 17 now, uh, eight games per team. And so... Uh, more limited opportunities, so you don't see the numbers quite as high in those venues. Well, it's uh, it's certainly a good a, a good effort, and it's going to be around for a long, long time. Um, I was uh, a uh, season ticket holder with four seats in the, for the Texas Rangers for for twenty five years, and uh, you. Know, there was always a good dog at the park. You know, there was always a good one. Better than it's funny how it, it, it tastes better than it does at home. <laughs> yeah, it's um, funny how that works. And uh, the Texas Rangers have uh, have really been leading the way in innovating on ballpark hot dogs, uh, particularly in recent years. Uh, they came out with the boomstick. Uh, I don't know if you've had a chance to try that there uh, at the the ballpark there in Texas, but what's it uh, called? The, the boomstick. It was named boomstick. after uh, their 
player, Nelson Cruz, who was there a few years ago, and it's a two-foot-long hot dog that's oh, topped mercy. with chili and cheese and mustard and onions. And uh, it's a monster, uh, but it's yeah. really popular. And, uh, and other teams have uh, tried to emulate the boomstick around the majors. Wow, wow, wow. I tell you, I would if I got if if I tried to eat one of those, I'd have it all over my shirt. Um, with all the ingredients, you know, it's almost uh, unavoidable. Part of the fun, you know, you uh, you make a little bit of a mess, you have fun eating it, and uh, it's just part of the experience. Yeah. Um, another experience it was a football game, an early football game, probably in the '60s, and a friend of mine and I went to a to a cowboy game, Dallas Cowboy game, and they were playing the Cleveland Browns, and uh, this this large guy came in and sat down in, in front of me, and he was so big I couldn't hardly see over him. And we were in high school, and by accident, just goofing around, I ended up stepping on a little mustard pack, and that mustard pack squirted all over the guy's back, <laughs> his, his coat, sport coat. He wore a sport coat, and and uh, we found new seats real quick. Um, <laughs> These days, so, you don't uh, find the, pa- the packs of the game so much. Uh, maybe, maybe that's part of the reason why you get the you get the. Uh, <laughs> The, the containers up by the concession stand so you don't have to worry about the pack squirting on anybody it was it was amazing i mean even if i was aiming at it i don't think i'd do it one in a thousand times you know <laughs> uh, now the the correlation between the most games won and the hot dogs i saw the rangers near the top of consumption but they're right now already nine games out of out of first place yeah, we did a we, we do a study every year uh, asking teams how many hot dogs they anticipate selling every season. Uh, obviously, last year in particular, this year uh, a little bit tougher to do because uh, teams didn't know how many fans they would get at the games. Uh, it looks like, uh, particularly right. in Texas, uh, the stadiums are filling up. But uh, but because we weren't able to do any real projection on that. Um, This year, we looked at it a little bit differently, and we wanted to know, do hot dog sales uh, indicate success on the field? And the answer is yes, uh, that the teams that have had the most success over the last several years are the teams that sell the most hot dogs. And uh, from our perspective, we say that means that that the hot dogs are driving wins, and uh, happy fans in the stands are, are leading the team to victory. So, uh, we we show, showed a clear correlation. Uh, not sure how that's playing out this year with uh, with, with the teams. Uh, maybe not as accurate with uh, limited numbers of fans, but uh, but hot dog sales and wins uh, go hand in hand. Well, it's 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 of interest because um, the Rangers this year, you know, they've got a new stadium, and and it's an air conditioned type of stadium like uh, uh, the Cowboys have. Um, and I'm sure their attendance is probably up. Uh, there were times when I remember a, an all-star game there in the 90s, and um, it was so hot, it, you know, it was like 105. Uh, <laughs> that's no fun, you know? But they finally got, got the air conditioning done. I'm sure, I'm sure that will help with their fans. Uh, I'm and, sure. And, you know, a lot of stadiums have gone that direction, and – uh, fortunately, you know, that hot dog baseball connection is so strong, you can still do it in the air conditioning and, and have a lot of fun. Yeah. Now, let's talk about sausage. Um, before, well, before we leave the, the hot dogs, uh, I, I've become a, a beef-only hot dog eater. Uh, 
um, because I guess there's a, a choice. In the past, it was like uh, it might be turkey, it might be anything. But I'm a, I'm a beef hot dog eater now. Uh, I tell myself I'm, I'm healthier because of it. And then goes the sausage. How does that how does that rank in terms of uh, a sausage stick versus? Uh, of course, that's kind of hard to do. Man, they're they're not the same, are they? Well, there's lots of different kinds of sausages. Um, a hot dog is one type of sausage, and then there are many other types of sausage. Uh, you know, you have bratwursts and kielbasa's and Italian sausages. Um, and so you can, you can get a lot of different types. And so sausages are, are extremely popular. Um, we've seen sausage sales, uh, really go up quite a bit, uh, over the last several years and, uh, hot dogs and sausages have been incredibly popular during the pandemic. And so, uh, I think with sausages in particular, one of the reasons why you, you see, uh, increasing sales and, um, you know, a lot more choices, uh, in the stores that people, uh, like the variety of flavor profiles, um, you can get uh, a lot of different types of flavors with sausages, um, whether it's spicier flavors or um, able to incorporate more sweeter flavors in there. And so uh, there, it's all available depending on what your uh, what, what your tastes are. And uh, the sausage market really uh, does offer uh, anything you could be interested in. Yeah, yeah. And I like that. You know, it gives you uh, another choice. Uh, uh, I like that a lot. Now, what about a guide to hot dog etiquette? So we uh, we were having some fun a few years ago and decided that we needed to uh, outline the best way to enjoy hot dogs uh, in a fun way. Uh, and so we put together a hot dog etiquette guide, which is on our website at hot-dog.org. And we uh, made several recommendations about how folks should enjoy hot dogs. And so uh, things like uh, you should, should not break out the fine china for hot dogs. Uh, you can use paper plates. Uh, beer is better pairing for hot dogs than wine. Uh, no forks and knives with hot dogs. Uh, use your hands. Uh, you don't need your napkins. You can lick your fingers. Uh, but the most controversial one that we have is we say that if you are over the age of 18, uh, ketchup is not an appropriate condiment for hot dogs. And uh, a lot of folks uh, get very mad at us about that. Uh, in some places, they would tell you you should never, ever put ketchup on hot dogs, uh, Chicago being uh, the prime example of that, where uh, ketchup will get you kicked out of the city. But uh, we say if you're over, 18, over 18, uh, time to put it away for the kids. Still put the ketchup on it's okay yeah it's, i guess it mostly is kid related of course you know kids will eat it ketchup, ketchup on anything um i don't have uh, a craving for for ketchup on my hot dog nor does my wife but uh so there's two people here that are, that are adhering to the etiquette that's been put out excellent we love it and 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 we do it for fun you know fo folks get get uh, upset with us, but hot dogs are a food that are, uh, they're fun. They're meant to, uh, you know, be enjoyed and uh, have a little humor with it. Uh, and so we, we just, uh, we just put that out as the best way to eat hot dogs for folks who, uh, want to put ketchup on your hot dogs. It may not be the ideal way to do it, but, but that's okay. Eat your hot right. dog. Yeah. Right. Now, what about, <clears throat> what about fascinating trivia? 
I saw that uh, and I thought, I wonder what that's composed of. Fascinating trivia. We have lots of great trivia on our website. Um, and so uh, lot, lots of fun facts about hot dogs and things that uh, folks may have no idea about. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, hot dogs were one of the first foods that were eaten on the moon. Uh, when the Apollo lands on the moon back uh, in, in 1969, uh, hot dogs were a part of that mission and were one of the foods that they ate. Um, and people don't know that. Uh, hot dogs were served at a state dinner um, by Franklin Roosevelt. Um, when you have the King of England over here during World War II. Uh, and so we've got lots of those uh, fun facts on our website. Uh, anything you want to know about hot dogs uh, is there. What is the website for, uh, for my audience? Our website is hot-dog.org. And uh, as I said, you, you want to know more about etiquette, uh, facts, you want to know about sausage and beer pairings, uh, how to make a good charcuterie board. Uh, lots of information there. It's a fun place to go. You can spend a day and get lost and just read all about hot dogs and sausages and have a lot of fun. Now, I have another quote that comes from the past. And it goes something like, you know, that guy just can't cut the mustard. Where does that come from? That's a good question. You know, I, I don't know the answer on that one. I got I to gotta get with my friends at the Mustard Museum. I bet you they, have a, they know the answer to that. <laughs> Well, you know, it's it's well known. You know, he they just can't or he or she just can't cut the mustard. You know, they're not good enough for, for what they're trying to do. Yeah, no, it's a very uh, well known quote. Yeah. Been there been out there a long time. Um do you have other ways that people could get in touch with you? Um uh, Yeah, we're very active in social media as well. Um uh -huh. find us on Facebook. If you search yeah. National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, uh we're on Instagram. Uh, uh, Instagram is Hot Dog Council, and uh, I'm Meet VP on Twitter. Uh, so check me out. Uh, we were just on the uh, the Tonight Show with uh, with Jimmy Fallon on Friday night. Uh, he gave us a shout out uh, for uh, for some of the survey we had done about uh, hot dogs popularity in the cookout. And so uh, go search for that as well online. Uh, we had a lot of fun and uh, sent Jimmy Fallon some National Hot Dog and Sausage Council t-shirts, which are also available on our website at hot-dog.org. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Good. Good. Well, um, I'm going to uh, thank you again for being our uh, guest today. Uh, hot dogs is uh, an integral part of American culture, and I'm glad that you were, you had anything else you'd like to share in terms of the culture? with my with my audience things that i haven't brought up in questions you know i think the number one thing is that in a time particularly now when folks are a little stressed um you know looking for things to make them happy uh hot dogs are proven to put a smile on your face um there's something that we enjoy we do with family um it it just adds um it adds that that added um sense of life um, that, that, you know, puts a smile on your face. And so, um, you know, when, when you're looking for that, that, that thing that's going to make you happy, hot dogs are a guaranteed pleaser. Well, I would agree. And I'm, I'm sure they were reached for during this last year we've had with the COVID. Um, thank God that's to a point now where people don't have to wear a mask all the time. Um, and for that matter, you know, hey, I can, I got to eat my hot dog, take my mask off. Yep. No, it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's, 
great that things are getting back to normal and uh, hot dogs have been incredibly popular. I think, I think it'll, it'll stay that way uh, as folks have changed their habits a little bit and uh, cooking more at home, empowering their kids to cook. Um, you know, if kids, kids are learning to cook things and hot dogs are an easy kind of starter food for, for kids to learn how to cook. And so uh, we anticipate that, uh, that, that they will continue to be very popular um, in the coming years. Well, Eric, I want to thank you again for uh, being our guest today. Um, our listeners, I know, are, are much better for it because they probably learned things they didn't know. And um, I uh, want to thank them, of course, for uh, tuning in to Searching for Integrity. So, so long and happy trails to all.